as good as I once was That's just the cold hard truth <laughs> I still throw a few back Talk a little smack When I'm feeling bulletproof So don't double dog dare me now Cause I'd have to call your As I ever was May not be good as I once was But I'm as good once As I ever was Hey everybody, welcome to Old Guys Rule Radio Episode 30, uh, Season 2 It's your guy, Chuck Olson Down here in hot Houston Having a blast With so much stuff going on in sports We've got quite a show for you uh, As usual, uh, sitting around the corner For my Really good, buddy. Big Danny Lickie. Hey, Danny, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not much, man. How's it going with you? Oh, man. I'm, uh, just just living the dream, man. Yeah. You know, just living the dream. I, uh, I like to say I complain about a bunch of stuff, but compared to the whole world in a lot of ways, I have nothing to complain about. So I, I'm doing... Freaking fantastic. I complain a lot to my wife these days, and that has more to do with I just got to get off my chest. And once it's off my chest, then I don't really worry about it too much. But if I just sit and stew on it, then I become really (laughs) grumpy. So I I did notice. So I had a a pretty rough week this last week. Um, It was kind of funny because in the middle of it, I actually had a birthday. (laughs) And, And it came and it went, and I slept. Uh, I mean, I literally slept through it. Um, I wound up having to drive to Mississippi and back. I put uh, 1,200 miles on my car in about a 24-hour period. And, um, yeah, that was that was not fun. So when I got home, uh, I went home and I crashed. Hey, anyway, um, I woke up. My wife gave me Chick-fil-A, and I went back to sleep. So I, I pretty well slept through my entire birthday. I miss it all. But we had a, a party yesterday, so that was pretty cool. And uh, I got a pretty cool present uh, that nice. I'm going to share with you, probably here in about eight ounces. So uh, I'll show you what I got. I, I, what I got, but you go ahead and get us rolling. <laughs> All right. So once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Old Guys Rule Radio. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you around the world and country listening. We're trying to figure out Facebook Live to do it. I put some blurbs out there, uh, and I do want to take a second and say we're sorry for missing a full week. We, uh, we, uh, Danny had a rough week, and things went on. And you know, between all the stuff going on in the world, um, I will be posting, I will be sharing, I will let you know through all of my family and friends and everybody out there, and so will Danny uh, when the shows come out. We'll get better about notifying you, but keep checking our page because we're going to go either Monday or Tuesday night going through it because there's a lot of great sports stuff going on. And on top of a lot of great stuff, sports stuff, there's a lot of great stuff going on in the world. So um, don't please don't forget to be kind. And uh, you can find us anywhere. And, and that's Danny's favorite. Danny, what's the one rule of the show? Like us and share us. Right. And don't be offended by when I have <clears throat> a couple of those because it's not, it's not bad manners. It's just good beer. That's, that's right. our, that's our, one of our new themes is it's not bad manners. <laughs> burp, it's just good beer. So, uh, uh, with that being said, again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, go to our Facebook page, go to our website, share us and like us. Uh, and we have officially, 
uh, are going to announce our our fan of of the of the well. Now it's the three weeks, I guess. So every <laughs> every, every once in a while, wherever you are in the world, if you comment or you send us uh, messages through Facebook or any of those types of things, we're going to find a way to send you out a. Uh, some swag, some uh, that might sound bad, but uh, some a t-shirt or a hat or whatever from old guys. So uh, Big J, who used to work with us out there, and uh, he's in New Mexico now. Uh, you're the fan of the period. period? <laughs> Wait, uh, I didn't work. mean to say that. I don't mean to say you're on your period. Uh, no offense or disoffense. I'm just saying you did a great job. He sent in some good stuff, and I noticed you actually liked and shared us a couple times, man. So that's awesome. So uh, Jay out in uh, New Mexico, kind of West Texas area, fan of the week. And so please, folks, remember to send us in information, show requests, funny jokes, comments, and uh, we'll be happy to uh, do all we can, not just to recognize you, but, man, we'll take some money and time, and we'll send you some crap. There you go. All right. So <laughs> after after we talk about the crap, I, I got to show you this. So this is this yeah. was my present. So if you look right over okay. here, can you see it? My hand on this little yeah. doodad here. This yeah. is a portable refrigerator. <laughs> Lovely. It uh, it is so I don't have to go anywhere and my beer stays ice cold. It holds a That's six pack. It these beers are probably thirty three degrees. They're absolutely fantastically cold. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it comes with a uh, uh, plug so you can do it in your so you can carry it in your car. in your car, right? Heck yeah! Yeah, yeah. So I now yeah. have a refrigerator to keep my beer cold in the car, <laughs> and uh, so when old guys rule radio hits the road, uh, we will be able to uh, have a cold one with us at all times. So, and, and I just <laughs> might say, ladies and gentlemen, please remember we do not condone the, the drinking and driving. We are members of MAD and all the good stuff, and it's illegal. <laughs> but still, that's pretty damn awesome. We don't condone say. it. We understand it. <laughs> hey, Danny. Yeah. Hey, Danny. What do you, if you've got a New England Patriots receiver in a car, a New England Patriots uh, uh, lineman in the car, and a Patriots uh, linebacker in the car, uh, what do you call the driver? Uh, I don't know. Officer. Officer. <laughs> Ah, we're going to be picking on the Patriots all show long. Hey, Cam Newton, you stink. All right, so speaking of <laughs> yeah, football. I'm not, uh, I'm not a Cam Newton fan. I, I never was. No, no. Just, just well, the fact, just his demeanor um, yes. when he first came in and about a loss and he wanted to throw his little hissy fit temper tantrums. And I'm like going, dude, try, you know, with this, uh, if, you don't, if you're not the winner, you're the first loser. And, and dude. Yeah. You know, just don't be a jerk. You know, have some class. But he doesn't, and you know, I like guys with class, and I don't like guys without it. And well, I don't like. Just them. because he went to college doesn't mean he has any damn class. No, he's a he's a low he's he is the ultimate waste of talent, and maybe one of the greatest wastes of talent in the NFL in the history of the NFL. If he could have just done, had some humility and a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of uh, of a Christian attitude towards his success, every time he came across and he'd score a touchdown and do the fake rip open his shirt, yeah. I just wanted to punch him right in the esophagus. Yeah. And I'm big enough to do it. So anyway, Cam Newton, <laughs> <laughs> we give you <laughs> for you stinking. Um, 
I, I really think that he's still got a few good years of football wheels on his legs, but the fa- he's one of the few guys that's big enough that can probably handle most of the beating, but yeah. I don't really care for him. I've never have, never will. Carolina, now with the Patriots, and now that he's joined the Patriots, there's like three other players in the league I wish would go to the Patriots because then I could just make them the Patriots again because yeah. I just don't like them. So, uh well, I got I, I, I to I say that. Go ahead. I was going to say, I hated the Patriots just because I got tired of seeing them win. Um, now I hate them because I hate their quarterback. <laughs> well, so. Now I don't like I them. Mean, well, you can't, as we've said a million times, you got to give those guys credit. You, you got to give, I mean, they've got, that oh, quarterback yeah. himself has all those rings. That's no joke. But to, it, just because someone's really good, I mean, I don't have to like everybody that's really that is good. Correct. What's 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 a yeah? What's the uh, the the little boxer who's got five hundred million dollars? Um, welterweight oh, yeah. Floyd Med- yeah. Mayweather. Yeah. I hate you, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> You're such a pompous little <laughs> crap. But are you talented? Did you deserve many of those wins? Absolutely. Yeah. But do I like it? No, heck, hell no. Heck, not heck, no, hell no. So into football, we'll start things off. It's been an it was a really weird football week, by the way. A lot of teams who should have won didn't win. A lot of teams who haven't been winning won. Um, but to start it right off, I don't know their uh, yeah, their, their song, but uh, the Steelers, for their second time in history, are 10-0, and folks. And I got to say something about the Steelers, and I got to make this perfectly clear. They aren't playing that well. Aside from yesterday, sorry, all you Steelers fans out there, which probably one other one on the show, um, all the Steelers fans will realize yesterday they did play pretty well. But the majority of their games this season, they haven't played that well, and they keep finding a way to win. So if if our if our Steelers can stay pretty healthy, Danny, they're a pretty tough out right now. Would oh, you yeah. agree? No, absolutely. I mean, they, they have a good ball club. And, um, you know, we, we mentioned it before we came on the air, um, you know, Good teams find ways to win when they're playing poorly. And so if you say that the Steelers went through a little lull where they were not doing real great, but they found ways to win. And they're not losing against teams that they should that they should beat. So, you know, last week when they played the Cowboys, the Cowboys gave them a run for their money, but they beat them. They didn't look great great again. Or I guess it was two they weeks came ago. Back. They came but, back. Yeah, they didn't look up. great, but but they found a way to win. And that's I mean, that's what good teams do. And they obviously are a very good team. Uh, you don't get to be ten and zero by accident. Well, they've got a wide receiver trio that's playing very well. That so a couple things about the Steelers, just whether you like it or not. Here comes some Steelers stuff. Um, uh, the the new receiver, oh, it just slips my mind. Number eleven. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, he has now tied the all time record for his first ten games, most touchdown catches by a rookie in his first ten games in the history of the NFL. Um, his name's not in front of my head. I've got like seven screens going and all that stuff. But the and new rookie, not, number 11. And he may not be the offensive rookie of the year. No. He may no, not be the offensive rookie. Probably not. He well, shouldn't no, have he been. Might. We'll get to that. Well, we'll, no. we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. Because right. yeah, we'll, we'll, there's something out there in the same division we'll talk about. Right. Um, and conversely, the Steelers are number one in uh, takeaways and number one in sacks in the NFL. But that's not the recognition I want to give the Steelers. 
I think it's 11 years ago now. The Steelers took a chance on a young coach, and he is now the longest tenured African-American coach in the history of the NFL. He is a class act, and he is now tied uh, Mr. Landry of Hall Hall of Fame honors for the longest initial entry into the NFL as a coach without a 500 or less season. Okay. So the Steelers awesome. have yeah. not been 500 or less since he came in. So it's Mr. I Tomlin. Know yes, I know, so I know I he's a great coach. He's a fantastic coach. Well, he, he, he had some problems with some of the guys in his locker room the last couple of years. But what I what it comes to show me, if you've watched Antonio Brown and you've watched old Ding Dong, um, Le'Veon Bell, I don't know how to yeah, say his name. Yeah, Le'Veon, well Bell's, Le'Veon it, Bell's a, he's a tool. Well, that we, we've already concurred with that. <laughs> yeah. But he was having problems with those in the locker room, and communication with Big Ben had nothing to do with Tomlin or Big Ben. Had to do with them. And a lot of times, it's not the leader of the team because you can have some stinkers on a, in any group, whether you're in retail or you're in pest control or whatever. You can have a, a couple of stinkers, and you have problems with. Uh, I call it everybody, and I and I think this is about every sports team and every team, Danny, if everybody's pulling the rope the same way, <laughs> you know, you can have lots of different ideas and attitudes and kneeling or not kneeling, but to win a championship, you got to have everybody on there and they all got to be thinking that this is the way we got to go. Right. Yeah, so there's a good motto for y'all is that if everybody on your team, large or small is pulling the rope the same way, you're going to do real well. And when you look, the Steelers are pressuring the ball. Uh, they're running the ball. Um, their defense is fair. Uh, their statistics in defense is great. But I think the most important factor for me right now, if Ben stays healthy, you guys have – you might not be able – you might win. You might, we might lose a game. But we, we probably will go through all of them. Um, it, they just – they're finding ways to win. Yeah. They're finding ways to win. And so uh, on, the, on the same side as that, i got to give some props out to the Tennessee Titans. Um, I've mentioned on the show a couple of times that my, my beautiful wife, Michelle, has some connection to the Tannehill family. Um, her mother, uh, Ryan Tannehill's mother and father, uh, were my wife's teachers in middle school and, and uh, transition school. And so when she got into high school, she saw Ryan running around and she knew him, you know, five to 10 years younger. But it's awesome that when she sees that face in the helmet, she's like, that's my little buddy, you know, little buddy making a hundred million dollars. Uh, and I got to give him credit, Danny. He did it again this week. Yeah. He brought him, brought him back from the brink and uh, got, he didn't score the winning touchdown, but again, it's one of those stories uh, that they're all pulling the rope the same way. And then when you throw Derrick Henry, who is running the ball better he has in his whole career, you can only stop a beast for so long, <laughs> right? I, I was going to say, so, Henry looked really good yesterday. He looked like he did a couple yeah. years ago when he was really when he was really having good years. And yes. I saw him I running yesterday. I don't, like that tur- I don't like that turd that hangs out of the back of his helmet. It bothers me every time. I really want somebody I don't to care. pull it. You, right. Well, you, you do know, know that's that, legal, by the way. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah it is yeah, legal to legal. grab by the hair. I think but, that's funny, and I wish more guys would but, do it. Just reach on, but grab they're, it. They're, and... 
they're one of those teams right now, I think. And then uh, there's a couple other teams around the league that I'm looking at that I'm kind of rooting for. Hey, my, um, my Dallas Cowboys are a half game out of first place for the NFC East. <laughs> Who would have thought it, man? After after they started so rough and had such a rough go at it at the beginning, they're they're now within a half a game of the lead. Do you know how you uh, do you know how to keep the Dallas Cowboys out of your front yard? Draw a goal line. Yeah, put up goalposts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep up the football. Now, 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 but, well, uh, go go ahead, because because we do got to get to the Cowboys, because I got some things I want to say about that. But go ahead. Okay, because as we lead into them, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, what do you call fifty three millionaires sitting around the TV uh, watching watching the Super Bowl? Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, then the last Dallas Cowboys joke, and I'll let you go to the Cowboys, is, um, <laughs> sorry, how many how many Dallas Cowboys does it take to change a tire? Um, this is a good one. <laughs> well, on. one, yeah. one, unless it's a blowout, and then they all show up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, folks, that's a that's really great. good joke, that so is. you can have that for any of your teams, you know, how many, how many of this team or that Packers, you know, whoever you don't like or whatever. So I wanted to unleash down on Danny. Uh, that's all right. um, I got to say that uh, the Cowboys came back yesterday. Um, I, I did tell everybody before he got hurt and then he got on the COVID list that you got a backup quarterback who, if you set the offense up right for him and the offensive line plays a little bit, because Dalton's a decent quarterback. Dalton's like a DAC level quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he's an all time great or a championship no. quarterback. No. But with a little time to throw the ball and a halfway decent running game, you guys should win a few more games. So yeah. uh, go we ahead. Probably only need to win three or four more games. <laughs> One. Good lord. Well, the Giants aren't. They weren't anything. Giants had Barkley. Yeah. Saquon was Saquon Barkley, and he's he's unfortunately. I hope he comes back as talented as he was, um, because he. He really blew up that knee, but um, when you, enter, I think Prescott will come back. I don't know if they'll sign them. Yeah. So uh, a couple things about the Cowboys. Um, I would tell you that they could probably win a playoff game or two. Their defense is starting to get healthy again. Yeah. You know that, Howard. They're, right? they're starting. They're starting so, to, defense is actually starting to look like a defense instead of a sieve. So and they had helps. one of the best defenses in the league the last few years. Barring all the injuries they had early, yeah. they had a really good defense the last three, four years, if I'm not mistaken. They, they, they have. They changed the defense, and I get it. They changed the defensive style, and I know that that's, new coaches. Yeah, I know that that's really hurt them quite a bit. I get it, and it's taken a while for the players to get on board with what's going on. But I think they're starting to come around, and I think they're starting to get it. I'm not telling you they're great. I'm just telling you they're all right. What I can't tell you about. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, again, I said something earlier to you that um, there. I would truly – I wouldn't call myself a Cowboys fan, right? But I like the Cowboys because when I grew up, there were two really good teams. And this is an anomaly, and I know the universe might explode and all my <laughs> favorite – famous, but – when you grow up and there's two or three teams, it's like the Reds, the Dodgers, the Steelers, the Cowboys, the Lakers, the Celtics. Yes, I'm sided with one or the other, but there are other times that I kind of like the team. And I really, with Elliot's really the Zach, uh, Elliot's the uh, Ezekiel Elliott is only the really 
talented player on your team that that makes me a little sideways with all his antics and his yeah. and his short shirts and whatever so <laughs> i know it's a generational yeah. thing but that that's just other than that i don't i mean when the new coaching staff and all those these changes i don't mind them <laughs> i would like to see them don't like the giants uh haven't for decades uh i can't really think of anybody uh hey Tom, big t in New Mexico, Big Thomas. I hate to say it, but uh, you know I'm not a Redskins fan. They did. They did beat this. Uh, I just, I just haven't ever got them. And now that now that they're the team called Washington, um, I mean, I I would love to see him be relevant again. That's what I would hope for Washington. But they just, they just, they. I, I think they're probably a five to ten year project, Big T. Uh, so I'm sending love out to some of our sports fans around the world because they fired the GM and they did this. And they cleared this guy out and they cleared that guy out and a lot of their projects. But, again, we spoke of one thing a while back. I'll say something positive and I'll let you go on, Cowboys, um, is that Alex Smith is the not only the comeback player of the year, he might be the comeback player of the decade. Almost, almost disgustingly broken leg. Sadly, yeah. Uh, almost lost a leg. Sepsis, system shut down. Almost lost his life, and they had to redo it all. And now, last week, he was like number three in the league in passing and passer rating. Yeah. Come on, man! Yeah. That's freaking amazing. That's not just regular stuff. That's that's next level. That's so Alex Smith. Stuff. That's the that's the highlight reel of of the year, maybe. Um, so anyway, back to the, sorry to get so that's sidetracked. Right. No, that's cool. Uh, that's Cowboy, good. Cowboys, uh, tell me more about. I like the Cowboys. I like their chances to make the playoffs. What do you think, big guy? Well, you know, we'll. I think we'll know on Thursday to tell you the truth because you're going to play Washington. Um, yeah. If they really struggle with Washington, then I don't know that they're going to go very far in the playoff team or in the playoffs. They do have to beat the Eagles. I mean, it is what it boils down to. The Eagles are going to beat Washington and New York. Dallas has to beat Washington and New York. And if Dallas beats the Eagles, then they're a half a game ahead of them. It's that simple. So um, it's going to come down to the Eagles like it always does. And I hate them. And so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but but here's the thing. When you talk about Andy Dalton, so there, there are several things that I wanted to talk about with the Cowboys. One, when, okay. you, meant, when, you, when you talk about what Andy Dalton can do, what he brings to the table – Andy Dalton never had the receiver court that he has right now. C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma has really, really stepped up, and he's a quality young guy. We know we've got, uh, you know, we know Gallup is really good. Gallup's been very solid for several years. We know that, um, uh, oh my gosh, and I drew a blank, but our our premier receiver, um, Cooper, um, Traded from the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he is top quality and he's a good guy, good team player. Um, and then you know you've got Wilson as a fourth who has also been pretty solid. And then they've got a couple of decent tight ends that are that are coming around. And so when you look at what they have receiver wise, it, it's pretty spectacular. And now the offensive line has had a couple of weeks to figure out because they were ravaged with with injury. And if they can. If they can keep Andy Dalton from being mugged um, and cheap-shotted, then I think we have a shot because the defense, like I said, we now have a defense. I'm not going to say we have a good defense. I'm just saying we have a defense because the first five weeks, there wasn't even one there. Um, I, I <laughs> We were the first team in history to give up like 30 points a game, five games in a row. I mean, it was just insane. So 
that they I like their future, but only because they're in a, in the NFC East, and the NFC East is trash. Um, so well, they have a chance, which is why I laugh. The the if you if you guys don't know, because if you're smart enough not to follow the NFC East this year, you won't know how bad it is. But the Beagles are three, six, and one, and. All other leading three, their division, leading the division at three, six, and one because the other three teams are all three and seven. So <laughs> there's good parity yes. in the NFC East. Uh, yes, indeed. So, but there was, a, there's a couple of things that I want to I want to throw out there. So, in the last two seasons, so we're over halfway through this season, right? Uh, we're ten games in. In the last two seasons, the Dallas Cowboys have come back to win in the fourth quarter twice. I don't know if you knew that or not. Only twice. So now Andy Dalton has half of our comeback wins in the last two years. Um, Fair. Dak and Prescott. Well, I, well, I got Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Dak, a lot of people have been talking about Dak Prescott lately because of Andy Dalton and Dalton being able to come back and play. And they're talking about uh, Dak's uh, QB rating. And I heard one guy talking, and he was like, I just I just have to say, Dak, Dak Prescott is a winner. That that's what he is. He is just a winner, and I'm like going, um, no, he was what he was when he got knocked out. He'd won one game this year. Um, he won eight last year, and he never came back from a deficit at all last year. And the one game he won this year, he came back from a deficit, but that was the only win that he had, and it was a last minute one. And I'm not knocking Dak. I like Dak. He's a quality guy. I think he's a thirty thirty two million dollar quarterback. He wants forty, and he wants it for you know he wants forty because he thinks that somehow um, you know he's he's playing in Kansas City for the Chiefs, and his name is Mahomey. You know he thinks he's Patrick Mahomes and deserves forty million, and he just doesn't. Not. not until he starts well, winning some football games. And I think that what what may happen is if Andy Dalton goes on a run, I, he is not the future of the Cowboys, and I'm not saying he's better than Dak. But if he goes on a run and we start winning some football games, and if we make the playoffs, Dak Prescott is not worth thirty. $1 million because if the backup can come in and do what Prescott couldn't do, um, you know, now granted he had a bad defense, but uh, you know, I think he's a quality guy. And when he, you know, when, when he came back in that one game, I said, that's the kind of thing that can turn him around as a quarterback and turn around a career because it can get people going. Yeah, he can do that. But right now people, right. people know that Dak's going to throw some yardage out because they're, Already fourteen on the cow, up on the Cowboys, and he'll pound out some yardage, but he's not going to win a game, and that that's my only knock on Dak. He is a very quality human being. Um, uh, when you talk about Cam Newton, I don't like Cam Newton because he's he's just a horrible human being. Unfortunately, I wish Dak had more of a winning streak in it because he is a incredibly quality human being. He's a kid you want your he, he's a guy you want your kids to to dream to be like because he's just a good dude. So. Well, I, I, I've got a. I, I agree with just about everything you said, but I've got a handful of comments. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get in there, but I got to tell you. So, um, uh, if you look at what uh, Dalton had to deal with in Cincinnati, he's used to getting the crap beat out of him. <laughs> this yeah. is not his first rodeo yeah. of being beat down and being injured. Uh, speaking of that, the rookie of the year, he got his leg blown up because Cincinnati doesn't know how to draft and doesn't know how to build a team. Oh, yeah. I so forgot, sending my love that. out to 
all my friends out in the Cincinnati area who I talked to Big J, uh, Big J was sitting there going, <laughs> I said, well, hey, it's the first time in my lifetime since I've been a baby that the Steelers were 10 and 0. And he sarcastically said, well, hey, it's the first time in my lifetime the Bengals didn't have an offensive line and lost another quarterback, <laughs> which, you know, Carson Palmer, you know, you just yeah. keep going down, down yeah. the line. There's three or four quarterbacks who could maybe even have been Hall of Famers with a good line. <laughs> which a lot of teams figure it out, you know. Yeah. The Packers always draft for their line. Uh, there are teams that you got a good quality quarterback, well, you got to draft for the line. You fill in and you mix and match and do things you got to do. But if you, I don't think people realize that the quality of your linemen, offensive and defensive, make a gigantic difference in your standing and, and how you win or lose games. So – um, comment one was, I think the Cowboys offensive line has come together a little bit better. And, uh, and, um, for Prescott having to win a game this year, I think the offensive coordinator is a little more fit to Prescott this year. I think the new systems they're putting in place, if, barring that terrible injury of that dude, I uh, mean, yeah. Prescott, we hope your recovery is coming well. Yes. Uh, God's honest truth. Like him or not hope him, you know, I just, I would send out a, a prayer, but, uh, the, the real fact of the matter is is that Dalton was already in this style of offense with the Bengals, but he's got a better offensive line, a better running game, and and a, probably a more consistent staff. Well, and a much, uh, a much better, and, a much much better receiver re- receiving core, and that was one of the things. I don't know. I mean, in general, you got to think there was a couple of years I can't completely agree with you because they had that guy who used to wear Chad Johnson, and the, I mean, this is like nine years ago when he was young, and they had a they had a really good career around Dalton when he first second year out of TCU. Yeah. Uh, uh, MVP of the league almost was Johnson, and they, they had number eleven. I, my mom, being a Bengals fan. <laughs> no. I, I, you know, I, we're watching it. So, um, in general, I would agree. So, the couple things, but the running game and the consistency. If, as you know, if you can play a little defense and you can run the ball, yeah. you're going to win some damn ball games. Yeah. And so, the Cowboys, the last couple games, have played a little defense and run the ball. The Steelers this year have played a little defense <laughs> and they can run the ball. So, uh-huh. it's just about injuries and how you mix things up. But uh, I would, I would tell you that. Out of that whole dump heap of the NFC East, I would probably pick. I would like to see him because they're an underdog kind of thing now. Yeah, I'd like to see the Cowboys come out of that crop, uh, and I don't I like them. any of the other teams in there. I, I picked them this um, week to win, so that was good. I wanted I wanted to talk to you because you brought up the receiver that set the record for rookies, right? So C.D. Lamb yesterday became the Cowboys uh, became uh, the rookie with the most catches. Yeah, or Cowboy rookie with the most catches in Cowboy history, beating out Hall of Famer and Ring of Honor winner Bullet Bob Hayes. So I, wow. that's why I say, and he, he, I, I watch him, he receives punts, and I watch him going, he's got to be going, dang, I'm playing well enough, I shouldn't have to be catching no more punts. Because <laughs> that's usually where you put the guy, you don't care if he gets hurt, you know? Right. And, and they stick, they're, they're sticking him back there because he's the third receiver, but... Um, he made a heck of a of a catch for a touchdown yesterday, and I mean he's he's a good looking kid. Um, he's ready to play. He's ready for the NFL, and he could be a, a the difference maker on this team receiving wise because you cannot you cannot double Cooper. I got a hit pause. Um, Gallo. I got a hit pause. Okay. You probably hear my daughter screaming in the background. I got to go. She swallowed an acorn yesterday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. All <laughs> right. 
We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that wait, when you get wait, back, and it'll wait. be time for Beer 30. Yeah, well, just give me a second. No problem. <laughs> All right, so All right. so your daughter's doing okay then, right? Well, are we are we back on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're talking about TGA Lamb. So one of the things I didn't get to bring up was my, my usual entry thing of what happens in the world. Anyone who's a parent out there has a newer parent, you know, my beautiful girl, Emerson, I love you. I'll say this every show. Emerson, you're awesome. You're beautiful. So um, every time there, there's a there's an incident or two as you're a newer parent that like, ah, you know. So I ha- can't get over the overprotective daddy thing. Um, it's still so ingrained to me. Um, so here's here it is. I mean, in a nutshell, oh my God, that's terrible. When you hear what I said, you'll find out why that's so funny. So <laughs> my daughter loves to go outside. She loves to be outside now. That's her thing. And so we walk almost a mile a day with her walking at one, you know, 17 months. She just loves to get out and walk and be with daddy and mommy. And um, So we lay a big blanket out in the front yard and I've got a swing that hangs from the tree and I've got some nice chairs out there. So we're out there on the blanket and she'd pick up an acorn and throw it and I'm like Michelle I don't like that and she's like why I said I mean those are just little things I don't know what they you know who knows about acorns right and so then daddy threw one or two and then she's looking at mom and she looks over and apparently she goes and there goes an acorn oh no no <laughs> so so mama's like all I hear mama go and if you all know my beautiful wife she's not a big uh the words coming out of me would have been different. Um, so she goes, all I hear is, oh, no. And I look and see her face change, and her fingers go to my daughter's face. And when she when she reaches in, bless her heart, she gets a hold of it, and my daughter bites the hell out of oh, all of no. her fingers. And there goes the acorn, right? Right down the old chute. <laughs> not one cough, not any, not anything now. My worry is, okay. All right, so. <laughs> I, I got a Danny. whole list of worries. <laughs> All right, well, well, here's the first one. So she's already swallowed it. It's down. She's just right back to plan. Yeah. Now, because of mama's reaction to trying to rip her uh, uh, esophagus out, she's upset, you know, uh, justifiably. Right. Um, as is daddy going, what's going on? Well, she swallowed one of them. Okay, so out comes the phone, right? That's the first thing. Uh, so here's the question I'll pose to you and everybody else. Are acorns, can acorns make a person or an animal sick? No Googling. Yeah. Yeah, I think they can. I, I don't think that they're very healthy. Um, they're, they're very toxic. Yeah, but I think if you um, swallow actually, it whole, you may be okay. Whole. So um, if you've ever heard of like when they make leather, they use acorns because there's this thing called tannin in them. So uh, I remember when I was a kid, I had a dog. And, you know, I was a kid, so I really liked the dog. Um, more than just my dog now or other dogs. And uh, he ate a whole bo- uh, like a whole half a yard full of acorns. And we come to find him, you know, it was not, not very pleasant. But that's what made it do it. So after one acorn, I've got kid underhand, car keys, calling 911. Where's the, you know, get this out of my baby. So uh, come to find out that uh, after now, Here's where uh, I finally we finally come over is we my brain goes oh wait if someone gets poisoned what do you do you call the poison poison control, control yeah 
Right. And so we call them and they say, they ask for details. My wife's talking to them and baby's finally calmed down and daddy's half calmed down, but ready to go, dude. Cars running, got my running shoes on. Next thing you know, uh, we're, we're but bless her heart. Uh, as of now, uh, she's fine. Um, biggest problem I have is, you know, she's just a little bitty baby and she's got an acorn in there. So, you know, uh, you know what? I'm not going to give out the details, but you know we're you know we're going to monitor it, right? Try to monitor. Well, it, she's but, still in a diaper, uh, so you're going to see it eventually. <laughs> well, my point is, is that we're going to monitor it. See, that was the see. There you go. That's the difference between me and Danny. The polite side, if I haven't had too many beers, <laughs> and the Danny straight up side was we're going to monitor it and we're going to keep our eye on things. But man, does it ever get better, bro? Because no. I was like, no, ready to. You, you, if somebody got in front of me trying to stop me to take her, there'd have been charges after I'd have to deal with and getting bailed out by you later. So, oh yeah. my gosh, dude. Oh my nice. God. So, uh, uh, young men out there in the world, uh, this is a future cast. Should you date my beautiful Emerson and, and regardless of my age, run away. I am really good with firearms and watch out for my left hook. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> anyway, everybody, we, we thank you for tuning in to Old Guys Real Radio. Once again, it's your guy Chuck Olson down here in hot Houston. And my baby's crying again, but, I, I mean, I don't know what I can get up there and do. Um, can you hear it that badly in the background? No, I, I can't hear it at all. Okay, so, well, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I mean, so I, we're, we're unless I get a text of going to help the baby. But we're getting to our favorite part of the show. B-double-E-double-R-U-N-P-R-U-N B-double-E-double-R-U-N-P-R-U-N All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver B-double-E-double-R-U-N-P-R-U-N Beer 30 Beer, 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 30. Beer, 30. So thanks for tuning in to episode 30. Uh, Chuck and Danny sitting around chilling, having a good time, talking sports, lots of football. Going to mix around some other things. We're trying to stay away from the terror of the election and all that stuff going on. So, uh, Danny, you want to start us off with your selection this week? Yeah, okay. So we've had a couple of beers from the Lakewood Brewery. Uh, Lakewood Brewing, and we liked them, or at least I have. Um, They're the ones that did please and thank you. Uh, which was one of my wife's favorites. So this is called Cold Front. It's an India Pale Ale, which is an IPA, if you folks didn't know that. Uh, it's sitting on about 7.5% of alcohol by volume. Um, with What? Str- Say it again. Everybody, seven, I don't know if seven and heard a half percent alcohol by volume. <laughs> right. A little higher than the revolver I was drinking, come to think of it. Um, this oh, no, that's, that's, that's the big one right there. Yeah, so Go this ahead. is their seasonal beer. Um and I guess I got a question. It says, with the strong piney and dank aromas of uh, Simcone hops and a big multi backbone, now we have two reasons to look forward to the Texas winter freedom from the heat and cold front IPA. And it says it pairs well with red velvet cheesecake, Texas chili, and snow days. Um, like anybody in Texas should know what a snow day is. It is, it, and and if you if you look at it, it's really really a dark beer uh, for an IPA. Usually, a lot of your IPAs are a little bit. Check this out, dude. So you folks at home can't see it, but yeah, it's pretty dark for an IPA. Uh, has a good f- smell, nice aroma. Hmm. 
And that's a good IPA. That is exactly what um, I've come to expect out of an IPA. It's a little hoppy. It's not too bad. Um, I'm going to give this a, about a 3.9. It's not quite a 4, uh, but it's a pretty good solid beer. Uh, I think I still like the please and thank you a little bit better from the same brewer, but um, definitely a good choice. And I'm glad because I only brought I, I brought a six-pack. I had two revolvers in my brand-new cooler, and I had four of these cold fronts hoping they would be good. So I think I'll be able to you'll, – you'll know by the end of the show how many that I've had at 7.5%, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, no. You, you, if you, Danny had a good a good chow down before the show, so he won't be quite quite as hopped up. <laughs> That's true. I did there. He won't yeah. be quite as hopped up. That old stupid beer joke hopped up. Oh, I got you. That uh, was a good one. <laughs> so uh, the one I'll bring in today, uh, it's called Alaskan Brewing Company. It's their amber, five point three percent alcohol. There's not a lot on the can. Um, I just grabbed a couple cans of it at the at the. At the uh, uh, the, what's called the, the grocery store with a mix pack, uh, mix pack and six pack. Um, it's a really nice, nice aroma. Um, and uh, I've, I've had one, so I'll, t- I'll tell you it's a, a pretty good one. Nice aroma. And, and when I, when I say it, a lot of people, um, a lot of people when they're, when they're trying different beers, I, I like less aroma sometimes than I like a lot of aroma. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when yeah. I s- sniff a beer, if I don't pick up a lot, that's that means it's, to me it's not quite as hoppy. It's not quite as uh, – sometimes I can call some beers dank, whether they're tasty or not. I like less aroma personally on beers just because I was gr- brought up on cheap-ass beer because I had no money. So <laughs> anyway, this one doesn't have a lot of aroma. has a real nice color. And, uh, and well, I'll, I'll drink one now, about, about a half of one. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Now Chuck, take, Chuck takes a little bit bigger chug than I do, but here you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. Um. Very nice. Uh, they're Amber from Alaskan Brewery. That's, man, that's, I got to look at it again. Uh, I have to get some of those. That's a, it's a perfect beer for like a steak. It's got that rich, hearty <laughs> mahogany flavor. It's got some type of. <laughs> you, you didn't just, you, know, you didn't just ruin the whole damn show by saying it had a mahogany flavor. <laughs> no. So uh, if you can ever. All right, so everybody out there, because you can't see. Tastes like leather. in your brain. Shoe right. leather, right. No, you know. No. Rich mahogany. Uh, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. No, so think about, uh, and I'm telling you, if you if you see the Alaskan Brewing Company Amber Beer, you get one of them, you make it ice, cool, ice cold, it came out of my freezer, and you take a one big old chug of it, and you know what? You're going to have the word brown. <laughs> It's gonna go, in, and it's a good thing. It's just, it's gonna go right in your brain. I took a big chug of it, and it went brown. And I went, I'm happy. I like brown well enough, you know. So there you go. That's my review. Uh, if you want to try and you want to have the feeling of brown as well as the flavor, of what brown, can brown do for you? I know it. That's it. Uh, I now know what brown tastes like. Are you, gonna, are you gonna brown score it? Like. Are you gonna score it? No, I, I don't think I'm too happy with it. I don't think I can. I don't think no. I can really score that thing. No three um, point. Give no it, four I'm gonna point. Give it a, I'm gonna give it a. Oh, it's got to be. That's got to be a three point seven five. I really like that beer. Honestly, that's a good All beer. Right. So three point awesome. seven five. <laughs> 
and brown. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd go, yeah. Come, come to my house. I'd go. I'd go. We'll, we'll, we'll treat you to some brown, some stale honeycomb, and uh, some corn dog beer. Well, you know, I, I don't know. The other ones were rough, but this one, another another definitive thing of it. It's 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 really this one at least is a good beer. But I gotta say, brown. <laughs> there you go. So you know, once again, thanks thanks for tuning in. You know, the in, old in, guys rule right in, in my refrigerator. I have um, I have a wheat beer. You know, so that that's kind of like your your bread, right? So I've got wheat yeah. beer. I've got that that uh, I've got my fruits for my uh, the peach that I still haven't drank, and then I've got the corn dog as my main course. So there we go. I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I have found that some beers that are average, if I pour yeah. about three quarters of it in and then a quarter of a revolver, then it's pretty tolerable. And that way, I can choke down some of the beers in my refrigerator I didn't want to drink. Nice, <laughs> the old double pour. That's a, I've heard of a double pour before, but that's ridiculous. Well, you've heard of the, you, you've heard of the black and tan. Mine's a mine's a revolver in anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh man! Hey, did you? <laughs> sorry, did you hear about the Minnesota Viking that died in the pie eating contest? No. And a cow stepped on his head. <laughs> I thought, I thought, <laughs> sorry. Uh, All right, hey, couldn't, couldn't hey we still have yeah. our friends over in France, and I don't know if they're originally from the United States, which is why they like us, or if they just find us humorous. But right. just in case, I don't want to be insulting, but if you don't know, sometimes we in the United States refer to um, the excrement of a cow as a cow pie. So cow <laughs> he patty. was leaning down, eating the cow Indeed. pie. And uh, that's why he was in the pie-eating contest when the cow stepped on him. So, sorry, I just have to share that because I just think that's funny. Because they got to be going – if it's not an American listening to us, if it is somebody from – because we don't know who he, who the who they are, but if it is one from France, they got to be going, the heck are those guys talking about? His head got well, stepped on by a cow in a pie-eating contest? How does that work? Contest? Did they drop the pie? <laughs> Exactly. Who's having pie? Do you have pie? Was it pie quiche? Is you and your quiches over there? You kiss my quiches for not liking my joke. Oh my! Gosh. So now they're going. Well, we ain't listening to those jackasses again. No, no. Look at him go, Mister Francois, Frenchy French. Oh no, I, I will never claim to that. I, I will tell you the first time I went to a French restaurant, I was 19, taking a girl who was 18, their senior prom, and we went to, it was $300 a plate. This is, you know, okay, a while back. And so I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. I thought I'd be manly, and I'd, I'd saved up, and I, I, I just ordered off the menu, right? Right. Well, her, she was, her, her major in college ended up being French, and she had it in high school. So they order, and she orders for the table. She goes, how about you, Miss, how about you, sweetie? I go, no, I'm good. I blah, 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 blah. So the first mistake was I got for $78 about four <laughs> pieces of apple and about three pieces of cheese. <laughs> I play fromage, and I'm like, oh, no. that's what I get for 70 bucks? <laughs> and they're like, I play fromage, enjoy it. I'm like, great. So then this is the other funny part, Danny. So at this at top in Santa Monica, California, top of this hotel, right by the Queen Mary, that's where her prom was on, on the Queen Mary, by the way. Oh, so fun. we go, uh, we go, <laughs> and then here, and so I'm trying to save the money. So I'm drinking the, the water. So they, they bring the bill out, and I look at the bill. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
Um, and, oh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. She knew what it was, so they all got little nice little pieces of meat, like little fillets, yeah. little pieces of meat, yeah. and all the little thing. And and I and I get cheese and apple, big old meat, cheese yeah. and apple. Arr. So then they bring the bill, and I look and under under drinks, my bill. I had like five glasses of water to fill up. My bill was like sixty five dollars for the water. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is that? He goes, Perrier. you drink very much water. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I look and he goes, well, this is the water. I go, dude, you fill that off the tap in the back. And you better <laughs> – I can walk out with a bottle and go, this is what you drink. Hey, cram those waters. I didn't ask for that. So here comes the manager. So at 19, I'm already arguing with managers. Everybody's embarrassed. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't care about my, my crappy food selection. I don't know French. But you pour me tap water for $7 a glass in 1988, and you're going to get my – you're going to get a fat lip. <laughs> so it, when we walked out of there, that water was off the bill. Here, yes. here was. So back back to football. Um, great gear of football in a lot of ways. Uh, I think there's some really good uh, turns in the league. Some of the teams I thought would be real good aren't quite where they need to be, in my opinion, uh, who've got the talent and just don't have the leadership. Um, I, I would tell you, have you heard a lot about Drew Brees, bless his heart? No, I I know that he missed the game. I did not hear why. Uh, so so let, me, let me. At, I, I really wasn't yeah, let, in tune to anything this week. So. Well, I I, and I and, and quite frankly, everybody out there, especially Saints fans, they can tell you, even Drew Brees didn't know about it. So uh, two games ago, because three games ago, the the their. You know, they're, if you've watched Saints football, they have number seven, Hills, his last name. And he plays a couple of plays here and there, kind of mix it up. Or Breeze is a little dinged up. Um, and we've always known um, Drew Breeze is not the biggest guy. But he's a tough one. I mean, he's missed only a handful of games. If I mean, I didn't Google this. I think he's only missed you – know, one major injury in his career. Yeah. But other than that, you can't – got to kill that guy to get him out of the game. Right. Um, so during the previous two, three games ago, there was a couple, one questionable hit that got a, a flag. He played through it, finished, they won the game. Uh, the week after, two weeks ago, uh, he got another hit, and he wasn't doing very well, so they went back and they, they ended up winning. Um, he had a total of nine broken ribs and a collapsed lung. Holy mackerel. They didn't even know it, and I'm like, what or it might be seven. So excuse me if it's only seven broken that, ribs. That, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough right. man. I'm, I'm sorry. And that is a tough man wanted, when you when you don't and he know. Wanted, you broke and he, Danny and he wanted to play. He wow. Clear yeah. me to play. Your yeah. lungs collapse. So broken ribs, yes. But when you have a collapsed lung, <laughs> you he wanted to play. So I got to say that there there isn't anything. I've had broken ribs. Have you had some broken ribs? No. No, I've had some bruised one, and oh. I, I and oh, and the I, thing well, is, is that the bruised ones and the pulling the muscle last and, longer. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not. And I'm not saying it's worse. I mean, what my point is is that that's awful, and you know, then to think that the bone inside actually broke to go with it. Now, I, yes. I got I got strong so, bones. I don't I don't break bones. That that's my my father told me that when I was a kid. Lakeys don't break bones, <clears throat> and he was right. We don't. So. <laughs> so I got to get some serious. Uh, well wishes. Uh, out of everything you can say about Drew Brees, he's absolutely a class act in every way. 
uh, does everything for his community. He's got several yeah. children. Uh, it just that's that's the guy. And you know, ultimately, when you look at the bigger picture, that's probably the end of the rodeo. You know, him and uh, Tom Brady kind of have some comparisons against them, and who's better and who's better. I would tell you, for my money. Um, I'm going to absolutely say, and I want to hear you, Patriots fan. You, 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 you know, good Robert Kraft cheeseheads. Uh, I want you to try to challenge me on this. I want to hear about it. I think that for what he was given, I think that uh, by far a landslide, Drew Brees uh, is, is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a system and, and a position where as long as he fulfilled it and it was built correctly because they did the same thing now there. When he went to the Bucks this year, they built a similar system. Breeze has had mix and match. Yeah. And there's just, their statistics are similar other than Super Bowls, right? Correct, yeah. So I'm going to say, and then I'll, I'll turn it over to you, I'm going to say not, not just like, I just, I, I, yeah, maybe that is that what it is, Danny. I just like Drew Brees so much more than I do Brady. Is that what it is? I, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe. Um, do you do you play fantasy football or have you ever? Uh, I have, and I can't because I have a one year old. Okay, well, so I played years ago. Good grief, probably. Well, yeah. before, and this is this. Oh, talks, I was I was crazy about yeah, it for a while. Yeah. Yes. So back. Before I got married, I played, and then after I got married, in the first four or five years. So many people don't remember Drew Brees was a good quality quarterback for the San Diego uh, Chargers. And San Diego drafted a young, good quarterback, uh, Phillip Rivers, who Rivers. Uh, they brought him in, and there was a big deal about who's going to be. Uh, the better quarterback, and the Saints picked up Drew Brees, and Drew Brees was gone. That year in fantasy football, I drew, I uh, drafted Drew Brees as my quarterback, and I paid him a crap ton of money. And, and I kept him for the for every year. He was I, I never let him go. He was my quarterback until I quit playing, and I won two uh, of those leagues. Not because I'm great say. at it, but part of it had to do with Drew Brees. The other one was uh, – uh, I got a running back named Adrian Peterson, and I paid more for him than anybody else in the league. And that right. year, he was the MVP and scored a whole lot of points. And you throw that in with Drew. Can Brees I can I add on to that a little bit? Yeah. So if you look back in those Chargers days with Bree, uh, with uh, uh, the the co- the competition, yeah, um, uh, Breeze was a little dinged up. Yeah, and he didn't have the greatest start to his career in San Diego. They were they were they were almost eight hundred. But knowing this, hi, I'm a football guy. So knowing <laughs> that what happened is that um, he wasn't, they weren't happy, and he wasn't happy. Right. So then drafting him on top of him went what? So it was one of those things that they, they, it was really an uh, kind of a. Uh, John Elway thing, you know, kind of a weird, weird thing. But they thought that his career was almost over. Dude, that was 15 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) And remember, it was, he had, he had a, it wasn't, yes, that's what it was. He had a knee injury. Yeah. And he was their number one a couple years before, done well, but then he got hurt. So they dropped somebody in, which teams will do. What you're supposed to do is draft somebody in, but they did and they, they traded him off and look at you now. 
Now, all respect to Philip Rivers, and let's give some Philip Rivers credit, man. He's at the he's at the the, uh, the uh, Colts right now. Yeah, and dude still looks solid. Yeah, I mean, hasn't lost a lot of steps either. And the Colts defense ain't no joke, folks. You go in there, you play in Indianapolis. They're not a joke. You better watch Indianapolis deep. Um, the playoff system we'll have to talk about next week, but the NFL playoff system is also a little screwed this year too, because of the COVID and the missed games and their anticipation. Um, go ahead, Danny. I see you're looking no, at me like, no, uh, what are you talking no, about? No, yeah, I'm just, I'm just listening, man. So they're going to have to change. So right now, if they started the playoffs, there'd be there's seven teams in each division, and one's automatically dropped out right now. Um, that's it. So it'd be six and six from each of the division. Um, and both teams in each one. And the ironic part, like you said earlier, right now it's the Eagles uh, at whatever they are and whatever. Uh, and you drop out. Um, but New Orleans is leading. The Steelers are leading. You know, chick, chick, ching, ching, ching. So, you know, all the teams you expect. But right now, because they're afraid of the loss of games and if they have to minimize the playoffs and go into other stadiums and control measures and everything else, right now, if we started it today, it'd be a total of about six or seven, five or six teams less. But yeah. uh, if you look, go on the NFL's website, and I read the story earlier, it drops drops two teams from each division right now from the playoffs, well, how they've structured it. But that's because they're, they're going further because they've always only done six and six. Um, but they were doing more because they thought that they may not have as many games. Then they were going to yeah, let more teams it. play it out in the playoffs. Um, and yeah. if they had to, then they could uh, they could do the bubble thing if they had to, if it got bad. But it doesn't look like they're going to go that route. This this is funny, though. I, I was watching, you know, I was just watching TV, w- one of the games, and they were showing the, the playoff picture. And so they pull up the AFC, and, of course, you got the Steelers at, at 10-0, and 0, and then I don't remember the other two teams – but they're they're Steelers yeah. sorry so sorry sorry about your speakers folks uh, <laughs> but so they they do the the three division leaders and they're all um, I think they're eight and two eight and two and, and ten and zero oh or any, anyway and then there's the next four teams um, mm-hmm. or, or the next two teams are six and three and then it says still in the hunt and there's five teams at six and three I mean it's like the whole everybody's at six and three so then they go over to the NFC and they have the three division leaders and so one of them is the Eagles at three six and one which is just ridiculous and then they have the two teams that are you know seven and two six and three whatever they are and then they go to the other side and they have one team and then they have three in the hunt which are the Cowboys the the Redskins and the Giants at three yeah. and seven because they're all still in the hunt for beating the Eagles. And I'm like, oh, and that has got to be the worst playoff board ever. We got <laughs> we're we're ten games in. If we got three and seven teams are in the hunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just too, I just too find that ridiculous. Now, well, and the weird part is. is Again, I think that would be a cool run if the Cowboys got their act together in a, in several yeah. ways, yeah. and then made a little run. Maybe not. Hell, if they won it all, that'd be that'd be super cool for all of you. Because you know, they if the Cowboys don't win a Super Bowl this year, they've announced that their games will all be played uh, on, on on the History Channel next year. Because y'all can't, y'all y'all can't. 
stop living in the past. But um, yeah, sorry, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it with another Cowboys yeah. rib joke. Um, uh, but ultimately, you know, there's some good. We've talked a, good, a lot of good about the NFL, and we talk. We're going to talk about the NFL a lot because a lot of those sports make me very angry, um, or hangry. That's a good word. You know, I'm hangry at the NBA, and yeah. I'm hangry at some other sports. You know, um, it's not that I I don't love them. I'm just hangry. Um, but I, I, I think that some sports are doing it right, some sports are doing it wrong. But, you know, I'm still sad by the fact that they can't show the national anthem. Are you serious? I didn't even know they couldn't. I do, I do well, have yeah, one. Well, no, 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 no. No, it's about they don't, Danny. So but here's Robo and Romo, remember, announcing, yeah. come back, and there's the kickoff. Okay. Right. I haven't so, been watching any games to notice because, I mean, literally – I come in and I mean I started watching the Cowboys halfway through the first quarter. I I, I just well, again like I've got one of those. I've got one of those systems I, that I can. I I don't watch it on national TV. I watch it. I stream it. <laughs> so I just put it up it. on my TV. <laughs> you stealing it? Stop! Be, hey, stop it! I'm gonna next time you're gonna get one of the and the old Cabe and the old Labanza there, buddy. However, I get it. I get it. But uh, I. I but you I can't check back me on Nielsen. Nobody's going to know. You can't watch it on Nielsen. Uh, cause... <laughs> oh, what you're doing. That is not me. This is not Chuck. Uh, anyway, uh, I've watched a lot of, of games without being on the NFL network, you know, the major uh. networks, so they can track their commercials and my viewing and the Nielsen ratings. So, But anyway, my point is is that there's, there's some good football playing played. There's, there's a couple of new um, – there's a couple of new defenses that I'll talk about next week. Uh, they they've kind of figured out some of the Chiefs' schemes, yeah. so they're having a little harder time dominating offensively. Uh, but that happens. The thing about always, the NFL, always. folks, it, yes, is that you get a couple of years of you can't be stopped. Maybe one, two years. There's no way this guy, that guy. But there's a lot of other guys out there that are eventually almost as fast as you or faster, and then they find a way to kind of angle other players towards your direction. So, um, yeah, I am. I'm still thrilled that they won that Super Bowl. Andy Reid, the whole Chiefs organization has been class for years. So that's awesome. Um, and I mean, maybe I'm being conjective. They're, they're not eight and one, nine and one. I mean, it's not yeah, like they're. Yeah. You know, hiccup and down to five and five. But when you watch them, they're, they're, they're like did they, the did they win? Right did they win last night? Yes. Okay. They yes, came back. I, the Raiders. I quit watching. Yeah. Well, they. It was just a. The Steelers and the Chiefs right now are kind of winning the same way. Yeah. They're finding a way to win. Uh, they're 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 just making things happen in the right way, and so. Um, obviously that, that won't be the Super Bowl, but barring some injuries, I think that whatever team comes out of that division will be pretty tough to beat. Uh, um, a lot of folks over in the NFC are solid. I mean, uh, if, if the Seahawks could play defense, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, if the Buccaneers could be consistent, yeah. uh, if the Packers uh, could really support and, and, and just be uh, – that's another thing, you know. The Packers are as good as you get in minutes, but there's times when they look, you know. They, you, I watched both of their games, and the, the receiver it just doesn't do the same thing. And you see uh, Rogers' face, like, what'd you do, yeah. dude? 
that's where you're supposed to go. What's wrong with you? And 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 they share the quarterback, and uh, that's one of the things about playing football. I play the little quarterback is that all you can do is go, well, that's where the ball is supposed to be. I could never throw it in the bucket like Roethlisberger and Brady or, or, or uh, Breeze can hit the goalpost from like 40 yards, right? I could never do that. But if you're supposed to be over there and I had to put it over by the pylon from about 30 yards, I could do that, but not in the middle of the field. Yeah. You know, wonk, there goes the throw. And then you're over there going, I'm over here. Here I go. I want some golden grams. I'm hungry. What's wrong with you? Can anybody got a taco? Oh, good Lord. So, uh, good football season. Uh, and uh, uh, for all of you that don't like the NFL or don't watch the NFL anymore, it's a lot of fun no matter who you are. So, uh, so once again, thanks can, for tuning Can I well, rant go a ahead. little? Yeah, can sorry. I rant about college football? Oh, oh, I've got we've got a couple things about college football. Right. Yes, please. Well, so anyway, it, it's not so much that I want to rant about college football. Uh, it's more that I want to rant about the um, the bowl series. And I haven't seen the pick, but it's my understanding they were going to pick Florida at number five, and A and M was going to be mm-hmm. number seven. And yeah. some idiot was talking about, he said, well, the only reason that Florida isn't going to be number five is because A&M's standing in the way. Like, A&M's done anything wrong. A&M only beat Florida. I'm sorry. They have one loss. It's to number one Alabama. They've only lost to the number one team in the country. That's what's keeping Florida out of number five, or should be. The team at number five beat them. They both have one loss, but the team at number five lost to number one. That's the reason that they're back there, because they got beat. Now, and I'm sorry, because now, just because they sit there now, they still got some big games in front of them. It doesn't mean that AM's going to run the table. And and you know, and if they don't, then obviously they don't they don't deserve to be at number five. And when they played when they played Alabama, they didn't look like they should be in the top four. But I'm just telling you. Ain't it beat Florida? And I'm sorry yeah. if you love Florida, but bite me. You got beat. They beat you, okay? And this is how it works. When you get beat by a team and their only loss is to the best team in the country, you don't get to jump them. So I, I'm I'm very That's livid about weird that. Part of, I would agree with you. And Big D up, Big D up in North, uh, in North. Uh, uh, near Prosper, Big D. Uh, he's got a good point, man. Your team right now is playing as good or if better than anybody else, but you can't figure it out now and expect to be able to win the championship when you already got smacked, put the smack down by somebody. Yeah. Um, and, and I like him. I, I really do. A&M got beat so bad by, by uh, Alabama that they don't look like they deserve to be in the top four. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. But they beat Florida. So what does it say about Florida? They don't deserve to be there either. I, I just, I Fair mean, I, I'm sorry. That's just that just kind of just blew the crap out of me. Now, if you look at the AP, a <laughs> is still number five, and Florida still number right. six, which is how it should be. But then you go to the the. I think it's. I'm trying to pull it up, um, and maybe maybe I'm wrong. But th- these idiots all day were talking about how a And M should be uh, behind Florida, and I'm like. What what head to head doesn't matter? Hey, you know what? Um, the Dallas Stars should be the uh, uh, champions this year of the 
um, Stanley Cup, right? I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter that they got beat head to head. It's they should. <laughs> it's what we think, right? Head to head doesn't matter. You don't always get that in college football. A lot of times, you know, you're picking two teams that haven't played each other, and it's like, oh, how did they do against this team or that team? I get it. But when you're talking head to head, it's like, well, but yeah, they they really should be ahead of that team that beat them, but. <laughs> Only because they beat them or they in front of them. Yeah. I mean, it, right. it would also be different if A&M lost to, like, somebody unranked or, or number 12 or, you know, something like that. But, no, they lost to number one. So, here's the deal. Who is supposed to lose to number one when they play them? I mean, you know, if if number one is truly the best team in the league, when they play anybody, who should win? Number one, right? Number so, one. is, it, is right. it really a surprise that A&M lost to Alabama? No. Um, you know, you got to play the rest of the season, and there's some big games coming up, and I'm I, I'm not sold that A&M's gonna gonna win out, but I, I just I, I could not follow logic. So here's right. my one political so, here's my one political point for the day. Okay, or do you want to go to college football before I hit this one? This is kind of fun. Oh no, go but, for it, please, right, please. Right, so here's my here's my one. So they had the, the governor of Texas on uh, Fox News this morning as I'm driving into work, and they're talking to him because they've been tra- they've been working on. Uh, testing out some of the therapeutics. And what he was talking about is he said they've been testing some therapeutics in Lubbock and somewhere else in Texas, and the results are saying, you know, basically that you can co- recover from COVID about as fast as the president did. These therapeutics they, they're getting are, are pretty good. And then he was talking about, um, you know, and then we're, we expect to get the, um, the vaccine pretty soon. And, and so he was excited, and they were talking about, the restrictions that he's putting on in the state. And he's like, we're not going to do a shutdown. We're never going to do another shutdown. And here's all the reasons. And he went through all that. And so they said, well, the governor of uh, Oregon has just told the people of Oregon, uh, because they put restrictions on in Oregon. So if you're in Oregon, um, and we've got some people up in that area listening, even though if they're not quite there, but they said the governor put a restriction uh, that you're not supposed to have more than 10 people at any gathering, including in your home. And if somebody sees them, with, uh, like if your neighbor, if you see your neighbor with 10 or more people in their home, you're to call the police so they can break into their house and arrest these people for violating the governor's order, right? And they <laughs> asked the governor of Texas, what do you think about that? And he said, he, he, he came out and he goes, well, didn't Oregon just vote to legalize cocaine Crack, and heroin cocaine, and they said heroin. yeah and he said so let me get this straight in oregon it's okay to do cocaine and heroin oh but let's not have 10 people in the house <laughs> and i'm like yeah, let's just put it in perspective <laughs> like all right governor abbott i was pissed heroin, off i was pissed turkey. off when he shut us down you know in the spring um, but all is forgiven now. <laughs> so, yeah, I so, don't. So we're, I couldn't. Well, first of all, I, I don't know if everybody realized who listens around the world <laughs> that Oregon actually legalized opiates, basically, <laughs> so, and marijuana, so thinking, and so you can do cocaine you, and heroin. You can if have, it's a. I, I I don't know the exact law. I think it's uh, there's certain amounts for personal use. Just like they used to say about marijuana, yeah. but you can't go have Thanksgiving and you'll be no, no. stormtrooper arrested. No, no. But you could, Chuck. Chuck, I'm go gonna ahead. I'm gonna invite you and eight of our buddies 
You actually, you and me and seven of our buddies, we're gonna go up to Oregon. We're gonna rent a hotel room. We're gonna do some. We're gonna do some uh, coke and shoot some heroin. But make sure we don't invite eight, because then that would make us ten, and somebody's gonna report us to the law. That's I mean, I, I, I'm just sitting here laughing. I mean, think of how ridiculous that is. It's <laughs> you and your believable, unbelievable is not fair enough. You and your statement. eight buddies can go shoot all the heroin you want yep. just make sure you don't do it with 10 of your buddies because right, that's you know, right let, let's worry about what's really important here yes your social <laughs> gathering has to be under this certain amount that's right or you are breaking the law um lord that's, <laughs> I, and when and they announce that and uh and and, and they're promoting all of the governors and senators from oregon and california <sighs> They're promoting them all. Kamala Harris, where's she from? Yeah, you know, she's from California, but Northern California. She is pretty close to that area, you know. I well, mean, almost. They're still they promoted her. She's very soon going to be the. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I can't even let it out of my mouth. Oh no! But uh, and that's what she said. Kamala Harris said, "Hey, <laughs> oh, hey watch out!" But <laughs> there, there, there's so much wrong. I think, I, you have, for, I think you have it wrong. And, she said she didn't want to get it out of her mouth. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I look at and and, and the, the the biggest issue with all of my thing is things are is that um, legalizing all of those drugs up there, defunding the police. Um, all of the measures that they're doing around the country, these this isn't jokes and conjectures, y'all. I, it doesn't matter who you voted for. They're 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 trying to take away the control of the people that actually protect us and take care of us. And so I don't care who you are. I don't care whether you're a Democrat or my brothers in Delaware or whatever. You know, I don't care or give two craps who you are. If you don't realize that what they're doing is making this country weaker, then you're stupid. And this is not a, ooh, let me think about something and really think long and hard and come up with a business plan. This is, if you don't see that they're, if you take away police and legalize drugs, what's going to happen? <laughs> So oh, now you know. I don't you, know. Right. Nobody, if you no, haven't heard, nobody's going to do places that they've drugs. defunded police. Danny, like St. Louis, uh, Austin, some areas they've literally defunded police. They're calling and going, uh, "We want the police back." Yeah. Uh, sorry. Duh. Uh, sorry. Nine one one. Well, we don't have anybody to send. What did you say? <laughs> These things are starting to happen because there just aren't enough people on the force to help well so so if you listen go ahead because it's a yes there's a lot of words no, this I, was, craziness. I was gonna say i, I get it though i, I mean I, I think i finally I, I i understand where they're going with this okay so you defund the police and you get a bunch of people who don't have guns uh who are running your police and here's what you do right. you legalize drugs right you legalize you legalize marijuana cocaine heroin you make all drugs legal, okay? So you don't need the police to, to monitor that. You legalize rape, murder, and assault, and you don't need the police to do that. But you make it illegal to gather more than 10 people in your home. And so when you're the police officer, you go to that and you go, 
Police, open up. There's more than 10 people in here. I'm coming in. Hey, I got my taser I, and I got pepper spray. I'm going to use it. Is that turkey? Is that cranberry sauce I smell in there? Everybody on the floor. I, I, I've been told that there were that there were more people eating turkey. We can only have nine people eating turkey. Who's in the attic? You got somebody hiding up in that attic? I'm going up to get them. But you don't need a gun for that. And see, so therefore, because by legalizing all the bad stuff, then you can criminalize all the easy stuff, and no Barney can come in with his one bullet and go, hey, I got my bullet in my pocket, but you're just eating turkey. And we're all going to jail with Otis. <laughs> wow, what a great analogy. Did you... Could you rewind that a minute and then kind of repeat that a minute? Because we've 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 done an analogies about uh, uh, <laughs> the good folks of that city before, but so now Otis is <laughs> and Andy and everybody else are legal. That's right. Illegal. Sorry, that's 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 hilarious. What was that's, what was his name? I, Clem, the guy who had the 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 old guy that that did the the moonshine still was wasn't his name like Clem, the little worm. Well, there, there were several. Yeah. That was one of them. Yeah, yeah. that was one of them. He was shooting at him. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's so funny. That one of the old jokes I used to have about that show was um, that the funny thing is that the happiest guy on the show. <laughs> The only guy, only guy on the show who was drunk was the married one. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> everybody else on the show was all single. If you think yeah. about it, everybody think back and go, yeah, Barney, everybody else, they didn't have a drop, right? But So for our top ten today, I was even looking to see if I could find up top, uh, the top ten women who broke up or who broke up groupie thing, you know. Because like yeah, Yoko Ono stuff like that, and I was trying to look it up because um, uh, I've got I've got makeup on the old guys' rule radio desk because my wife's been around it. And I'm like yeah, women just ruin our stuff all the time. <laughs> I was thinking about that, <laughs> but but here's the thing. Funny. So so I got I, I this you gotta you gotta humor me for a minute because I'm okay. just gone down ridiculous road. But so being from Texas, do you know that it is against the law in Texas today? to carry wire cutters around a barbed wire fence. Are you aware of that? To carry what? Wire cutters. Bolt cutters. No. It, no, it is illegal to carry bolt cutters around a barbed wire fence in the state of Texas. Do you know what the penalty for that is on our books today? Well, the maximum sentence for carrying barbed wire cutters around a fence. And since it looks like you're going to take a leak, um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you... <laughs> That way you don't have to respond because I think Chuck is on mute, and I like to embarrass him because this is where this is the time of the show that we're in. Um, so the penalty in Texas is death by hanging for carrying wire cutters around a barbed wire fence, and we still have that in the books. Now nobody's going to do it. It is a felony. It is a crime. Uh, you can't do it, but we're not going to hang anybody for it. But I think it's one of those cool laws that you find around the country. And I like that. So my question to you is this. And, and I guess it's probably been, oh, good gosh, close to 100 years since this was yeah. since the barbed wire law was, was important and the hanging law was allowed. But they left oh, but it there's in the so books. many of those. Right, right. Yeah. But I love those laws. So 100 years from today, do you think some guy sitting in Oregon is going to go, you know, I think it's pretty cool. We still have on the books that it's okay to shoot heroin in our, and, but not wear a, not be in public without a mask. 
That's a great right. law. I think that's cool that we used to do. Do you really think somebody's going to be sitting around going, man, that was a great law we did back then? I think what's going to happen in 100 years is that uh, one guy's going to look over at the other and go, no disrespect because I don't speak Mandarin, but if our country keeps going in this direction, um, we'll be owned by other governments. And so, governments and so, so, one of, so one of the natives, so so you're talking about the people in charge are going to say that. So one of the locals right. who have been there for years is going to go, yeah. you're going to finish yeah. yours, buddy? Come on, man. <laughs> hey, hey, give me that needle. You still cooking that thing up over there? Hold on, on. Do you know how a, uh, <laughs> a person from Oregon claps at the opera? <laughs> Uh, a little bit visual. Uh, yeah. That was me tapping on my elbow area and wrist where you would shoot up. So, uh, ha, 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 ha. Like he was the trying to find a vein. Oh, yeah, bad. trying to find a vein joke. There you go. I'm sorry. So, uh, I, it just, that, that, I, I, I didn't even realize that they'd pass that law until I heard that today. Yes. But, oh, I, I, I'd realized it. And then that was also the area. Remember, that's where the most unrest was. And hey, Kifa was starting to take control. But All that stuff was going up up there. Georgia. Georgia. Vote blue. In the upcoming election, vote blue. Elect those last two senators on the Democratic side. That'll give Democrats full control. Yeah. And yeah. then we can all shoot heroin legally. We can all sniff cocaine legally. Well, we just uh, won't be able well. to do it in groups of nine or more. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead uh, and vote blue. i just tell you, vote uh, blue. Uh, do uh, it. Uh, Atlanta, if you give everything over to them and you don't give them one speed bump, which is an important one, uh, then, Danny, um, I mean – we won't have time for our show. We'll be making bullets and and uh, trying to kill critters and figure out ways to feed, <laughs> cook so, hot. And, so every now and again, yes. I'm clever. Um, uh, one of my, my brother-in-law posted, <laughs> every now and again, not always, but my brother-in-law posted on Facebook um, that, you know, you need to start buying ammo. And, and I understand why. And so there was some discussion back and forth, and one of his buddies said, I got the first three thousand, but after that, I'm going to need some help. You know, obviously mentioning that he had he had three thousand uh, rounds of whatever he's got, and so my brother-in-law posted. He said, "Hey, and, and y'all know y'all know Big John, so he's been on the show a couple times." But so anyway, John posts back. Well, if you have uh, John Wick skills, then then you can get your three thousand yeah. because he doesn't right. miss, right? And I posted on there. I got mad John Wick skills. I just bought bought a case of pencils and a sharpener. I'm good. Because <laughs> if you haven't seen well, the movie, John Wick kills like 150 people, and two of them are with a pencil. Uh, well, if you haven't seen John Wick one, or yeah. John Wick two, or John Wick three, um, yeah, I, I would. Being a guy who knows how to do some of that stuff, yeah. not John Wick level. Right. Uh, no, 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 sorry. No, if there's 10 guys shooting at me, then I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to go uh, go to sleep. That's the bullets. <laughs> you could put any type of. Another one I would say, and I and I've, I've con- have conjecture towards this, is that am experience, is that when I was taking martial arts, I was probably, I started about, 
90 pounds, I ended up about 120 pounds, right? Right. And about 140 pounds, um, people weren't, it, I wasn't that easily shredded off as I continued to grow. And so I would tell you that if uh, the, the lady from the, oh gosh, Asian uh, karate actor, Asian actor, actress, excuse me, um, she's about 84, 85 pounds. Um, if an, yeah, I'll give you another one. Without a knife, if the the wild the the Kill Bill ladies came at me, that's who it was. <laughs> yeah. Any of them without a giant sword, I mean, Danny, they'd bounce off you. I don't know. What's the, you'd be like? Stop! Look here, lady. Stop punching at me. If you kick at me again, I'm going to strike you. Stop! And so, I I did have one when I was was doing a job, and we responded to a call, and we went in there, and this large black woman that uh, I would say she's probably 350. I mean, a big black lady, not by any means broad shoulders, big hands. And so I walked in and I said, ma'am, uh, let the, let, put that white girl down. <laughs> she said, you don't have to deal with me. She had a one woman by two unconscious white women and another one by the hair, like hanging like it was a string of sausages. So Danny, I'm like, put her down. And I look over at my partner and she hits me. And it was like you all jacked up on something. <laughs> You know that sound when you yeah. get hit right to yeah. the edge? Yeah. It didn't knock me out, but there's, if you guys haven't ever been hit that hard, there's a sound that when you get hit just right, whether it's football or a punch, and you kind of go, ooh, ooh, ooh. And, and then um, uh, I made sure that she went down and was handcuffed. So, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, so, on a positive right, note. Well, rather than yes. hit a girl, uh, my brother yeah. wasn't allowed to hit me growing up. So, uh, and he follows the rules. I mean, he, you know, he may be a little more liberal than we like, but he follows yeah. the rules. And so instead of hitting me, he would grab me by the shirt and sling me into something hard, a wall, nice. a door, a car, a tree, whatever happened to be handy, but huh. he did not hit me. <laughs> yeah. Whole and, trick. And the worst, uh, that's a scary trick. Well, the worst, yeah. the worst that I ever got it. And probably the most items I was ever thrown into was we got in it one time and I gave him that bong hit to the face. Right. I mean, <laughs> I hauled back and now granted I was much smaller than I am today, but I hauled back and I hit him in the jaw with everything I had. I mean, it was a perfect shot. It was it, it was a thing. And he just looked at you. Oh, it was yeah. a thing of beauty. Well, it did knock his face to the side, and as he slowly <laughs> came back grimacing and going, I'm gonna kill you, I could not run out that door fast enough. And unfortunately he right. was faster than me, caught before we hit to, got to the end of the yard, and I ended up with bruises on my side from the tree that he slammed me into. But he did not hit me. And I had torn I had tears in my armpits from where the shirt, <laughs> when he was slinging me, <laughs> ripped into my pants. Uh, I deserved I got, every I bit got. of it, but yeah. So, Indeed. you know, that's what you do to a girl. You don't hit her. Yeah. You just slam uh, her into crap. Uh, I, so I, I would tell you we're going to reel back in. Um, <laughs> so who will win a Super Bowl this year? I want to see here. This just started this week. This is my dream Super Bowl. The Cowboys get hot, they make it to the Super Bowl, and they play the Steelers. And so it's 
the Steelers-Cowboys, but it's the same coaches as when they were here in Dallas with the Steelers-Green Bay. Last time Steelers went, they had they, they lost to Green Bay. So and where's uh, the Mike McCarthy being played? I don't, I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't either. So that, that <laughs> that's some good demographics. I agree. Uh, so I'm just putting it out not there. Here. That, uh, not here. Not here, not in Houston. No. So, you know, no, no. There, there's an old play called Greater Tuna, and they're on OKKK Radio. Uh, but the whole yeah. thing revolves around it. And so they're like, this just – it's a radio station. And they go, this just in. Nuclear accident affects residents in 10 states. Um Texas not included, and on to sports. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't happen here. We just don't right. care. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it's a really weird thing that uh, I have to admit that about this whole thing as we wrap up the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, Danny, uh, tell them about some places they can find us. Uh, you can find us at uh, oldguysrulradio.com. You can find us at Old Guys Rule Pantigo on Facebook. I even got a notice that we are still on Instagram, even though I don't know how to use it and respond. You can respond to us yes, on Instagram. Yes. Uh, you can listen to our show on just about anything that plays a podcast. Anywhere you can get your podcast. That's right. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, all that you do. and uh, Like us, share us, have fun. Um, I, I got to tell you uh, that uh, I think that – Excuse me. I, I don't want to say whether I think this is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't uh, agree with our political world and some of the controls that are going on, but I'm not going to, I'm no longer personally uh, going to focus my life on it. I'm going to protect my family. We've canceled our travel plans. Uh, we'll be home for Thanksgiving. And uh, so, you know, I know there is something to it. Um, it's, it's not a, it's not a joke. But um, it isn't what it, it's being made out to be. So um, uh, I just want to—I want to send out my love to everybody. I want to send out prayers to everybody. Um, but Danny's going to close the show out. But I want to remind one thing: um, if you'd like to go to Old Guys Rural Radio, um, our website, Facebook, whatever it is, we're collecting um, jackets for homeless veterans. Um, We've got uh, – they'll be sent to Dallas and Atlanta, which are two major hubs where the VA try to help homeless veterans. Um, we have about 150 jackets right now. So if you have the chance, all you have to do is email me and say, "We've I've got 20 jackets that we got from the Goodwill or, you know, lightly used, obviously. We don't, we don't want to get – Anything helps, but all you'd have to do is just get a hold of me, and uh, my company will pay the shipping and get them into the actual veterans' hands. So that's one of the things I've got going on about giving to the community. And as our final moment every week, we want to talk about how we're giving back to the community. Um, I personally, on, before I hand it over to Danny, I'll be working at the um, mask on. I'll be running a forklift at the Montgomery County uh, Food Bank once a month to help them out just to cover shifts because I have forklift experience from PetSmart. So um, giving back is important, and giving back I think is critical. So much love to you all. And then Danny has a great thing. Go ahead, brother. Well, I, I, I got a couple. So um, 
The first of it is uh, we're doing bikes for Mission Arlington. It's going to be December the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, December the twelfth. It's Saturday. Uh, we're meeting in front of Sal Joe's Pizza in Pantigo. So if you want to meet us out there, uh, bring a bicycle, ride with us. <clears throat> we are doing some things, obviously, because of COVID, a little different. If you do, when you you can come to the event. Keep your bikes in your vehicle. When we travel over to Mission Arlington, people will unload your car. You don't have to get out. You don't have to have any contact. So we are making sure there is an option for social distancing if you want to do that. So that's there. We really need some help this year. Normally, we do um, a bike every every year we we do the drive. And typically, we're going to get anywhere from, you know, last year we did 3,000 bikes. This year, the two major fundraisers that we uh, had planned have been canceled, and that's because of COVID. One of them was at a brewery. One was going to be at a golf tournament, and both got canceled because of COVID. So we're behind on our raising, but we typically buy a bicycle for between 45 and 50 bucks. If you buy, if you want to donate a bike, you can go to Bikes for Mission Arlington. You get a tax write-off from Mission Arlington. We do not get a dime for the Bikes for Mission Arlington piece. Not one of us. We're all volunteers, so you can call up you can, you can or you can go online. You can make your donation. Um, every $50 is a bicycle. Uh, if you want to do the coat thing, if you contact us directly, uh, we've got some inexpensive coats that I can get wholesale. They're $29 a piece. So if you want to buy a coat for somebody, you can get it for $29 a piece. If you want to get a duck jacket, they're forty. They're $49 a piece. So you right, can so pick what you want, and you can get those. I'll buy them at cost, and we'll ship them out to he's, wherever you want to He's going to put these links up on our website. Um, and, and really, these are – I mean, come on. It's a time for giving. And I, we, t- we talked about kindness. We talked about lots of great things. Um and not just valuable. Um, we've all been in that place where we need a little help. So let's just give a little help to those people who need a little help. Uh, with that being yep. said, uh, I sure appreciate everybody for tuning in. And um, I'm gonna. Danny's got one more I, thing, I, and I, I'm gonna send one I, more word out to. I got one last thing on on just when you're talking about positive stuff. So we we make. I, I love my my little refrigerator here, and I laugh about it. But um, my daughter's in town, and so you get to talk about your beautiful daughter all the time. So I get to talk about mine today. Um, you know, although we didn't celebrate on my birthday on on Wednesday, my son came over last night. We celebrated on my birthday. That's when I got my present. Uh, I, I got to celebrate it with both my kids for the first time in six years. My daughter went off to college six years ago, and one of the two of them has not been home at this time of year for the last six years. So uh, spectacular weekend for me, spectacular week, just being able to spend some time with both my kids because really, quite frankly, this is what it's about is is just, you know, you, you ask if it ever changes. No, because if somebody hurts my daughter, I'm still going to go after them. And no, so it never changes. I would tell you um, so. right there, Danny, happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving so to that, you too. That's, that's the story yes. about – what this season's about for me um, is being thankful and grateful for things like that and, yeah. and the real thing, being just being around family. Now, in our particular instance, it's a little different, but that's a great thing to end the show about is what are you thankful for and what are you grateful for? Uh, what, what, what are the things that drives you? Me, it's food and turkey and hey, awesome. But, uh, uh, I'm really, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for, 
uh, that you got to spend that time because that's the most important thing. Um, and uh, much love to everybody. Great show. Is that all you got? God bless you, sir. You too. Yeah, y'all should have come up here for the weekend.